Hey, it's John Reed. I've raided a startup in uh, Manhattan. This is a good times for me. I'm with uh, Michael DeFranco, the CEO of Upstart Enterprise Communications Vendor. Lou, what's going on? Hey there. Thanks so much for having me. You guys are getting so much done lately, I'm not even sure we can call you an Upstart <laughs> anymore. You guys are like becoming a real player. <laughs> but I want to talk to you about enterprise communications and frustrations with email, some things about how we're using Lua. But let's start out a little broader. What's going on with enterprise communications? Because I find it a frustrating field. You've noticed a lot of changes in recent years. Tell us about that. Yeah, and to give you a bit of background, first identify this problem doing relief effort work around Hurricane Katrina and watching lots of great relief workers in the field struggling to find a good uh, mobile tool to use while they're out there. And sort of looking into the marketplace and, and noticed a shift. And I think the shift is highlighted by uh, you know the lack of, of true shifts in in efficiency within enterprises when, when they started implementing BYOD. And I think that a lot of companies are a bit disappointed in, in a lack of a, of a huge amount of, of increase in productivity after deploying mobile devices. And I think that can be identified uh, when you first think about when the PC first has the biz- hit the business. Well, you saw at that point where laptops going to the field and all workers really gained a set of tools in which they opened it. They had Windows, they were using Microsoft Word, PowerPoint, Excel. They had out-of-the-box enterprise tools ready to go. Uh, yet when uh, an executive greenlights uh, BYOD or, or deploys mobile devices into the field, they're expecting that same shift and uh, increase in productivity. What a lot of times they've overlooked is a lack of a unified mobile software strategy. And just giving someone a phone doesn't mean they're going to be more efficient. And so I think uh, a year or two after all of that, a lot of people are beginning to tr- try and figure out what's their mobile enterprise strategy in terms of software. And that's opened up a pretty big opportunity. Basically, you're trying to get work done, and suddenly you're on your mobile device, and your whole flow is completely interrupted. Right. And that's a huge issue right now. The other thing I'm seeing is there seems to be kind of this disillusionment around a lot of tools, like internets were a big thing for a while, but they haven't really stuck to the wall in most cases. You got aging tools like Lotus Notes that have their use cases, but seem a little bit sort of heavy in a way. It seems like there seems to be a trend towards lighter tools that are really easy to get ramped up on, where you don't have to go to training for a week and stuff like that. Is that what you're seeing also? Exactly. And, and when I brought on our, our chief product officer, he had uh, just exited a, a video game company he had just co-founded. Bringing in as someone that's created virtual worlds, I think, uh, lends itself uh, really well to, to simple enterprise tools. And I think we're in a point at which you need to straddle having a very secure product with also having a very simple product. Uh, one of our first clients was eBay Now, and when we first deployed to their employees in the workplace, most of their uh, workers had never actually used a smartphone before. They were given an iPhone their first day on the job, and deploying Lua was was potentially a bit of a challenge because there wasn't time or or space for us to uh, train them all. What we were able to do is within 24 hours, uh, get feedback from them, and then they got it. The whole concept around Lua is two clicks away, three screens uh, before completing any action. We have a Diginomica, some issues around email, or I should say that some of us do. Like myself, one of my co-founders, Dennis Hallett in particular, like we, we find our inboxes like pretty oppressive. So we're always looking for like, how the heck can we move certain kinds of communications out of the inbox? And so we started using Lua. Lua is being provided for us right now, complimentary. And that's how I grew to really like the solution. And one of the things I noticed is that there's just such a cool thing about not having to always be a slave to my inbox. Because what happens is my inbox is full of things that aren't really mission critical for me on a daily basis. I need to get to them, but then I have things that need to get addressed right away. And a lot of them are my core Diginomica business. So now I'm getting pinged 
with what I need when I need it, which is like, it doesn't solve my inbox. It doesn't make it go away, but it does make it a lot more dealable. Do you think that's the kind of thing that you would hear from larger companies? Because we're kind of a small company, but... What we're seeing across our, our clients today is a reduction between 60 to 90% of their internal email. And, and removing a lot of that mission-critical communication out of your inbox does two things. It lightens your email load, but also makes you more efficient. Uh, the concept of email is that you take a bit of time to respond. You write a long response back. You edit it. You make sure your grammar's correct. And uh, that means the decision-making cycles are being increased, you know, hundreds of uh, thousands of percentages each minute that someone takes to, to craft the right response. Uh, 90% of your internal communication with the company can be efficiently solved through a, a simple messaging system like Lua. And, and so that, that's a huge thing. Uh, I was just in Arizona last week. One of our clients is the PGA Tour, and we were there for the, the Phoenix Open. And the fact that I'm able to work all day in the field, seeing my inbox increase every minute, not even look at that but and, and really run my business off the Lua messages coming in, you know, is a tremendous success. And then you have the other issue, which is that there's been this growing proliferation of non, shall we say, corporate compliant instant messaging going on, where I'm seeing a lot of that with my larger clients where they get so frustrated with other forms of communication. They're off on text message on their own phones, and they're having important communications that might actually have legal ramifications for their company off in cyberspace somewhere. So you need also a framework for messaging that is compliant, right, where you have a record. Is that part of what you were trying to build so the companies could use something that, where they could trace that back if they needed to? Absolutely. Uh, we first got our start in the DOD, and so being able to securely harness all the all that information is really important but also have the ability to uh have have e-discovery and, and so what we do for our clients you know I, I was just speaking with the fortune 500 last week and what he said was that we're looking to harness the power of text messaging yet we don't have a good way of corporately endorsing it and so that's really where we're a system like lua comes into play you can take the trend of people spending more time in sms because their email inboxes are being overloaded yet you can actually corporately endorse it because it's both secure and it has um and and, and it's accountable and you have access to those records over time there's also this other interesting thing about culture, right? Because in the end, and I know you feel this way about your own company, that, that you want to have a good culture that people enjoy being a part of. And I think that's where email starts to really turn against you, is that email, you start to resent it, and suddenly you start to kind of resent your job, right? And the thing that I've noticed about an instant message session on Lua, for example, or you know, it doesn't have to be Lua, but it, a tool like that is that not only are you getting pinged by the right people that you really need to hear from, but it's sort of kind of, you know, you find yourself over time, you're like, hey, I got to go get a snack. You're like, hey, what's, you know, you're going to go to a movie tonight, whatever. And you start shooting the shit or debating time travel or whatever. But the point is you're, you're kind of like, you're mixing a little bit like a certain, it's just kind of an intimacy that I just can't get from email, right? Like on an email thread, you would just stop replying to each other at that point, right? But an instant message, sometimes it lets in a little bit more informal communication that in my view, in the long run, changes work because it makes, look, we gotta work our butts off in this economy anyway, right? We, we should enjoy what we're doing. And you're, you've identified something that 
I think is the most exciting thing here. Uh, the, we named the company Lou after something very specific. As a native Hawaiian, I named it after a, um, a form of silent communication that warriors could develop over time through practice at night. And the idea was that you're, you're moving at one faster, but with more information. And, and the way that we run our company and the way that most of our clients use our software is just, you know, when you go back and forth over email, again, it's very formal. You take a long time to get back to each other. And as soon as you think that you've said your part, you don't use it again. If you were to speak with your coworker, it would be a little awkward to send them an SMS, you know, just naturally about what they're doing after work. But with the system like Lua, it can all sync together. You can be having a more of a free-flowing conversation and everything uh, is both, you know, discussed, solved faster, but also, you know, you're able to, to bring in a bit of your personal life and really add to the culture of the company. Yeah, at the risk of sounding mystical, I think you nailed it with the word flow. I think we want better flow in our lives, and we want tools that can give us a sense of flow. Yeah, I mean, what, what we actually see both in ourselves and the people that use this is, you know, when you actually sit down in a meeting, uh, before using Lua, you sit down, you give everyone a background on what we're about to discuss, and then, you know, 30 minutes into it, you actually begin problem solving. With our company and with a lot of people that use our system, you're going back and forth so much that when you actually sit down, you're just making a decision. Everyone there has all the contacts already. You've already been talking about this, uh, you know, digitally for a bit of time. And as soon as you sit down, you, you just execute and, and get out of the room. Then there's this other little funny thing, which is a couple times I found myself on airport tarmacs and I had no cell phone signal whatsoever. So I turn my phone on, there's nothing on at the moment. And the first thing I get on my phone far before anything else is is Lua pings. Uh, you got a little secret sauce yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing we're going to share over, over the air here. But yeah. uh, the way we designed Lua was to work in low connectivity, also work uh, with little battery life. And and that was because our first uh, users with the, were within the DOD and um, you know, first responders like Team Rubicon. And, and working with those kind of individuals, you understand that you know most software companies work in, a, in an office like this where you have great Wi-Fi, you test your software, it works. We bring our people into the field before we do finish testing sessions we, we send them to places that have very low connectivity and and when you're problem solving with that sort of issue you can come up with really creative ways of working in places where we're um, you know Lua or, or where email and texting don't uh, two of our clients are the Seattle Seahawks and uh, Texas A&M those are two stadiums in which they can't send emails texts or even do phone calls and so it's not just low connectivity it's also places once you have a lot of activity we worked with the Super Bowl last year as well and those are all places yeah. that, that really are able to use utilize Lua in, in tough situations. Yeah, let's dig into a couple of customers. I, I'd love to hear a little more about uh, one of your sort of, like you were saying, one of these sort of low connectivity situations. Do you have a good story for us? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Team Rubicon, uh, which is a group of uh, military veterans that are now uh, donating their time to be the first responder to an, a, a disaster zone, right? But you know, before FEMA and Red Cross were able to. And what means what that means is that they're basically you have veterans across the country that are on standby as soon as an incident occurs, they mobilize and they deploy quickly. And they're able to use Lua uh, because it's a simple and rapid way to get a team together. You have it for the pre-planning stages as everything is in motion. You're making sure that everyone has the most up-to-date documents and plans in place when you're in the field you're able to upload and share photos in places where usually you can't use your phone and then when you're done you're able to review and after action report capture what happened there and improve over time and and so it's bringing lots of people from across the country together for critical moments in which they can solution solve and then um, more or less vanish again so were they actually able to use this now in a crisis type situation yeah they've used it actually since last fall in every major uh, incident that's happened uh, within the country and and, and most around the world and and one of them I was I was most proud of uh, being, uh, again, a native Hawaiian, there was a uh, pretty big hurricane over the winter, 
And I actually had, you know, friends and family messaging me over Facebook saying, you know, we're sort of stranded out here. We're waiting for people to come. And I knew that First Rubicon was on their way to Hawaii. So I was able to actually act as a uh, conduit and, and send them longs of people I knew that were stuck and have the team actually deploy and, and, and save those people. Wow, that's cool. So I imagine before, I mean, I can't even imagine what exactly you would use before Lua in that case. You must have like examples like that where people were trying to use email, but wait, check your inbox in the middle of like a crisis or whatever, and then suddenly your bandwidth goes down and you can't get into your inbox. And is that kind of what they were dealing with? Stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. I mean, it was a combination of lots of text chains and and emails that weren't really efficiently being used. So really, yeah. we were getting all that information when everything was over. Basically ad hoc, just right. trying to wing it. Yeah. But you guys don't only work in those crisis type situations. You've also been landing some sort of uh, almost like the classic enterprise names. We can't name all of them for various reasons. But tell us about a classic sort of company that is sort of moving in your direction. Yeah. Um, an interesting one is a few healthcare systems we're working with. Uh, one of them is, is Kaiser Permanente. What we're doing with the different healthcare systems we're working with is actually allowing them to find more efficient ways to share information, uh, not just within their own buildings, but around the area. And so there's everything from laboratory work uh, to actually doctors and, and nurses communicating with each other, but also people that are traveling with vaccines from uh, location to location and being able to check in both uh, with those vaccines and make sure get, they're getting there uh, faster, um, but also, you know, post-sale, making sure that everything is going well. Um, and, and so, you know, really closing the loop uh, from, you know, creation of the vaccine in the laboratory, do communication with, with all the other offices around there to the actual shipment of it, and then doctors and nurses in the field communicating. And before that, what were they using? Again, they, they were using a combination of, of text and email okay. um, and just trying to make, try, trying to do the best just that they could. Trying to figure it out, yeah. yeah. So I assume you, you, you got these folks into a little bit of know-how into uh, dividing into like relevant work groups and things like that. Um, right. We, we, um, there's two ways to use Lua. You can uh, contact us and we can send you uh, the information to set up your own system or we can work with you to actually help you de design out your, your, um, your directory, breaking people down by department and position, helping you identify the best ways of, of creating better flows within your organization. And it's really exciting to see some, some older, uh, older industries moving quickly and, and just running a better organization after using us. Stepping back from that a little bit and just looking at lessons learned I know a lot of companies are trying to figure out how to run a successful collaboration project because there's been so many stops and starts and let's try this tool, let's try this intranet. Um, have you learned any lessons, whether it's like uh, mistakes to avoid or how to get user buy-in or how to make sure, okay, you bought this product, it's really great, but how to make sure it's successful? Right, and I think the reason I started this company was because I was you know, set with a task and didn't have a good system to use and kept looking to the marketplace. And I think what... Uh, we and other people in this space have identified is, is the core of any collaboration around a project is around the communication. No matter what tools you're using, um, project management tools, uh, scheduling tools, the core of it is actually the conversation and understanding that email is not the best place for it and, and neither is, is, is SMS. Um, and, and so really a, a few things to just keep in mind are uh, making sure that everyone has each other's contact information from day one and that if it changes, you know, that's updated quickly, that you're having a place in which you can quickly share thoughts and, and ideas and, and notes. Most importantly, making sure that people actually have the most up-to-date documents on hand. 
you know, that's something that we do well, but, but depending on what system you're using, just making sure that when that day begins, that everything that you've been talking about has actually been edited down to what you need to use that day. The amount of times that we've spoken with people that have midway through the day realized that they're actually working on the wrong schedule for half the day, that's, you know, easily avoided with, with something like this. And, and, and just, you know, giving yourself plenty of time uh, to, to think through all the things that could go wrong because they will go wrong. And, and depending on what sort of project you're talking about, if you're doing one that's a true event and you're in the field and making sure that, you know, um, your, your battery is charged because a dead phone means you're not going to be as productive as you could be. Right. And I, I would simply add for, for companies looking at this, don't, don't let your sort of super user, super geeks make the decision on the tool because it's got to be dead easy for your business users to pick up. It's got to be just as easy for them as texting. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. You're going to have a core of power users using the tool and other people won't bother because they're yeah. going to stick with what they know. Definitely. Um, you know, this is actually a system I use with my own grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Well, if your grandmother can learn it, that's that's a pretty good sign for the average enterprise user. Although I'm sure your grandmother is very sappy and everything, but it's still. <laughs> She's a lovely woman. But for me, that was really the test was, yeah. you know, not can she use this, but can I actually send her a message in the next hour I actually hear back from her on a consistent basis. And she continues to use the yeah. tool. Nice. <laughs> on her phone or her computer or both? both. Really? Yeah. Phone and computer. Yeah, mostly off her computer because she can't really figure out her phone. All right. But. Well, we'll have to do a case study with your grandmother <laughs> at some point. That'd be fun. Anyway, Michael, I'm going to wish you guys the best of luck. Love to see some upstarts in this space. So let's look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Thanks so much. Great to see you again. Yeah, thanks for your time.